What's up, everybody? This is Lola Ojabowale, founder of Lunch Pail Labs. Welcome back to Lunch Pail Daily, my personal audio diary on building and growing Lunch Pail Labs, which is a digital product studio based of Atlanta, Georgia. In today's episode, we're going to jam about laying chains in agents and chains, <laughs> uh, which I've uh, been talking a little bit about laying chain also put the link, but it's this framework, kind of fun to play with, to build large language models. Yep. <laughs> Apps and components and all sorts of fun things. And I actually was able to carve some time out yesterday to play with the JavaScript framework so wanted to share some interesting or just like some thoughts and considerations based on some early playing so i'll start with some background we know link chain describe that there are two use cases that i'm particularly excited about so the chains chains they're kind of like a series of steps honestly it almost feels like if you put it in no code, low code terms, like building a zap in Zapier. So they execute once, uh, you know, sequentially, and you can have a language prompt or an API call and sort of do things uh, flexibly there. And then you have agents. Agents are really interesting because kind of how that works is, yep, you have a prompt of just what you want to do, period and you give it like a set of tools to use. So in the tutorial flow that they have for it, they use like a calculator utility and a like a Google search kind of API. And the prompt is, oh, find out who the Google search, find out who the celebrity is, who their boyfriend is and like calculate their age divided by two. So a very like smart, like a very simple example, but kind of like the thoughts with agents is you don't actually have to define like a series of steps. It'll just kind of use context to figure out that, oh, for this part of the execution, I should use Google search for this part of the execution. I should use a calculator. So pretty cool. I think it's still early in that kind of aspect but still very, very interesting. So built a few, some things I was dis- disappointed by, but I think that's just because it's just a feature of la- large language models, period, is that it still hallucinates, even if you give it, especially in the agent flow, like a very defined use this tool. Um, So in my example, I was using the Google search stuff to get more information from about like integrations on integrations directory. So I could, you know, do like a cool scraping thing without having to do all of the other steps of creating a custom scraper. And it would still make up links on the page, even, even if I asked like very specifically, like, please give me the link for the pricing page. I'll just it would just make up random links that looked plausible but weren't actually like real true validated so another thought i had kind of while using it will be interesting to see how it scales for companies who are really using it to help accelerate their product workflows i think it's 
probably going to be similar to no code in that way. Like, yes, it's so much, much cheaper to just probably spin an app up in custom code and host on Vercel or something if you have that skill set compared to the $30 plus maybe per month that you would pay for Bubble plus APIs. Who knows? Maybe you could easily get up to $100 per month, but you scale, you kind of uh, weigh that with the benefits of speed of execution and ease of execution and not having to worry a lot about stuff. But I think it'll be very easy to to over apply wanting to use chains and agents for everything. Someone did a really interesting cost analysis too. Like even if you can code and you're just like looking at methods, they uh, used a chain for something versus like a map filter. And the map filter, which is just like a, you know, thing you can do in JavaScript was quicker and a lot less costly, so. I'll be really interested to see how, or just like what frameworks really arise at this stage of large language models for when it really, 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 really actually makes sense to make your integration intelligent in this way, instead of just like connecting to an API directly, instead of, you know, defining a set of tools and having the language model figure it out. So that is, that's pretty, those pretty cool to see. And then I think even more broadly, like I've been seeing some takes about how conversational, like the chat interface is like going to be the new interface of the web. And I think at least for me, it's really easy to get swept into that. But like, I mean, User interfaces are really optimized uh, to be convenient in in a lot of cases. And I was reading um, just like one comment from someone who already has access to ChatGPT plugins. And they're like, cool, yeah, I can sort of book from Kayak through ChatGPT plugins. But if I don't really know like what I want to book, and I want to see a nice list of source, like nice list of like, just like narrowed down options going back and forth a ton of times with like ChatGPT. So it's, it's not the most helpful, but I think we'll probably end up kind of being in the middle. Sound, it feels like when you have a really defined directive of what you want to do, like I want to do X, it could be great to just fire off that command to something like ChatGPT. But if you want to explore, if you're not really sure where what you'd like and you kind of want some options, the filter and explore experience might be better for that as well, which kind of makes sense. Like I can only imagine how annoyed I would be if to do anything on my phone, I had to like send in a text or voice command that I don't even use Siri on my phone. So I think there's some parallels to why certain things help were helpful and certain things weren't as helpful. So definitely, absolutely something to consider. But anywho, it's, it's still like pretty cool. I'm super excited to play with it more, was able to wrap some of my uh, specific chains into a 
API I could use for my own specific use, kind of how I'm thinking about some of these uh, products. I know a lot of folks are raising, are kind of racing to build GPT for X. Uh, I saw a lovely thread sharing some perspectives on that, which I think I, I tend to agree with. Um, right now, yeah, really just using these tools and exploring them to see how it can make myself more productive. And it's just awesome because since so many people are racing to do LLM for X, Y, Z, there are, but like, there's just like so much, so many things that are making it easier and easier for me to use. And then who knows, maybe, you know, down the line, I might be like, oh man, like who, maybe I should have like a LLMs for non-coders or whatever course, but right now just exploring and those are some thoughts on Langchain and that's really it for me. If anybody's listening to this and wants some help with Langchain, I had some people on Twitter reach out. Uh, yeah, definitely DM me. I might, maybe I'll do like a webinar, like YouTube video or live tutorial uh, and um, show folks how they could if they wanted to build their own chain actions or agents do that and then use it with their no code apps but that's all for me i hope you all have a wonderful one catch you later